This is HPR episode 2142 entitled Book Reviews. It is hosted by M1RR0R5H4D35 and is about 16 minutes long. The summary is, I take a brief look at two books others may find of interest. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Shades here again. So today I'm I'm going to do another book review, um, and this book isn't a this isn't as common a title that you hear about. It's um it's an interesting book, even if it's not um it doesn't talk anything really about the technical side of hacking so if if that's something you're looking for this isn't a book for you um but it is an interesting book to pick up um you know i bought it used uh i think you can find this on amazon pretty cheap i I actually think i only gave a penny plus shipping for this book so um it's called hacker culture it's by douglas thomas and it's an older book it actually came out in 2002 and what the book covers is mainly uh, hacker culture and computer culture of, of that time. And he covers a lot of the stuff in the, uh, from the 90s and kind of how it came from the the hacker culture of the 80s and the 70s. And some of you probably just aren't, you know, it's not going to be of any interest to you whatsoever. But uh, I, I find that stuff fascinating. I like reading about it. I like reading about the, um, <clears throat> the history of... Um, of modern computing and and hacker culture, uh, particularly of the '90s. I, gr- I grew up in the '80s and the early '90s, so um, it it made it a lot more fun because I, I this wasn't the kind of thing I had access to back in the day. So getting to read about it now is is, is pretty cool. Uh, it's some of the book. If you actually pick it up and read it, then some of it is really interesting and then there's a couple of sections which will I, I don't know they it, it'll kind of drone on a little bit um he tries to this really reads like somebody's uh, dissertation or something you know like this started out as like a, a college paper or study in something and um but the author you could tell he at least had uh, some passion for a subject matter, so it it's not like it's it's just a big boring dry document. Um, so real quickly, I'll, I'm gonna uh, read you the the contents here just so you have an idea of what's in it. Um, there's part one, the evolution of the hacker, and that's divided up into subsections. 
uh, hacking culture, hacking as the performance of technology, reading the Hacker Manifesto, and then um, hacking in the 1990s. Um, those are pretty straightforward. Uh, the second section where um, he talks about reading the Hacker Manifesto, he actually he kind of breaks it down from, I don't know if it's a psychological or, or maybe sociological, uh, some of the implications there. Um, then part two, it's uh, hacking representation. And the first chapter is representing hacker culture, reading frack. And, uh, if, you know, if you might be too young now um, to know what frack was, frack was like a um, kind of like, I don't know, an electronic magazine sort of if you think about it like that um they published articles but they were essentially um like ascii text if i'm not mistaken and you had to actually dial into their uh like bbs or whatever to get it uh but they, they were circulated back in the day uh, and then when the internet got bigger i think maybe they they had a website you could download them from i don't i don't remember it, it but it is a very interesting read um and then the next chapter is uh not hacker subculture style and media incorporation and then part three is hacking law technology and punishment the uh, judicial uh construction of the hacker and then there's an epilogue that's actually written by kevin mitnick and chris lamprecht i hope i said his name right um so the book let's see it's like I said, it came out in 2002. It is a little bit dated. It, it, it if you like stuff from that period, or if you if you want to know about um, that culture from that time period, uh, it, it is a very interesting read because it does capture sort of the essence of. I mean, let's face it; these were a lot of teenagers and and young, like early 20s guys um, who were into this stuff back in the day. So, um, it, it, it does capture that really well. Um, like I said, there are a few parts where the author kind of, he starts to drone on a little bit and he gets a little wordy, but, uh, over, I mean, it's worth the price. Obviously, I mean, if this book was a penny plus shipping, I think so overall it cost me $4. Um, and, and it was fun to read. It's not, it's not a technical book. So you're not going to get, um, you're not going to, you know, learn how to hack or anything like that. It's not that kind of a book. Uh, but I think it was worth checking out. Um, they sell it on Amazon. I'm not sure about other resellers. Um, but yeah, anyway, so, uh, actually going to do a second book today too. Um, just because... I don't want this episode to be completely crazy short. Um, so the next book I want to talk about, it is a little more technical. And this book is called A History of Modern Computing, and it's by Paul E. I'm going to try to say his name, Ceruzzi. Um, it's spelled C-E-R-U-Z-Z-I. So if you're looking for it um, on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or whatever, um, it's actually put out by MIT Press and if you have any real interest at all in computers and where they came from and how they got to be where they're where they're at today I would highly recommend this book um, I haven't read it recently I do I'm looking forward to 
to reading it again. Um, I read it once some years ago when I was in college the first time. And uh, uh, I actually had a PDF of it, but I liked it so well that I, I bought a hard copy. Uh, that, well, I said it, it is hard copy, but it's a softback book. Uh, I'm not totally sure if they released this in hardback. Now, the other book, Agriculture, uh, the copy I got is hardback. Um, so if that's something that, you know, some people are very uh, particular about that. Some people only like to buy hardbacks because they like them on their shelves or whatever. I don't know, whatever your preference is. But uh, my copy of this book is, is a paperback. Uh, but it's a really, really good book. Um, like I said, it's from the MIT Press. And this this book starts with Charles Babbage and goes all the way up to, you know, I don't remember where it stops. I know this book is a little dated now. Let me see if I can locate the, uh, looks like this, the one I've got is the first edition from 2000. I think it's been reprinted since then. Um, so I think it goes up, this copy probably goes up to there. Uh, goes all the way up to 2000. And I, I, I do believe there's a newer version that goes a little further. Um, but it, it's really, really great. It, it talks about not just, um, not just computers as we know them, but, uh, like mechanical computers and, and adding machines and, and like tabulation machines, I mean, um, it spends a lot of time in the, <coughs> excuse me, the, the mainframe era, and there is so much of, uh, the mainframe era that I just did not know and some of it was really fascinating to read about um, so just real quick I'm gonna go over the the table of contents in this book uh, there's an introduction defining computer and then chapter one is the advent of commercial computing 1945 to 1956 um, chapter two's com uh, computing comes of age 56 through 64 um, Chapter 3, The Early History of Software, 52 to 68. Um, and that's 1952 to 1968. I'm sorry if I'm not being... Those aren't page numbers. Those are years. <laughs> uh, chapter 4 is From Mainframe to Mini Computer, 1959 to 1969. And then Chapter 5 is The Go-Go Years and the System 360. That's 1961 through 1975. Uh, chapter 6 is The Chip and Its Impact, 1965 to 1975. And Chapter 7 is The Personal Computer, 1972 through 1977. Um, chapter 8 is Augmenting Human Intellect, 1975 through 1985. And then Chapter 9 is Workstations, Unix, and the Net, 1981 through 1995. And then there's a conclusion, The Digitization of the World Picture. Um, it's a, it's a little over 300 pages. Um, like I said, I think this one, I think the one I read that I had the PDF of was actually a newer printing of this or something because I, I seem to recall there was um, a little bit, I think it went uh, a little bit more into modern times than just the year 2000. But it is absolutely, if you are interested at all in, in computer history, this is the... I can't recommend this book enough. This is the one to get. Um, 
because it is very uh it's it's very factual but it's not dry you, you know it wasn't boring it was actually a lot of fun to read this book um i don't know maybe i'm just more of a hardcore nerd or something because I'm, I'm sure some people would find this book very boring but um it's uh it's very thorough as well there's um you know it talks about a lot of the different manufacturers of of mainframes i did not know that back in the day honeywell made mainframes um and there was a mainframe manufacturer right here in kentucky actually in louisville didn't know that um there's a lot of great information in this it's not again this isn't the kind of book that you buy to learn how computers work um it is to a certain extent uh, there is some technical stuff in here i don't think there's anything in here that the average reader with an interest in computers couldn't figure out i don't think there's anything super duper technical it is mostly um a history but it's like i said i can't recommend this book enough it's um again this is another cheap book too if you go on amazon and you look for the used copies i i don't think i paid very much for this i i think i might have paid less than a dollar for this not including shipping so with shipping it was maybe four or five bucks um both of these books are really good if you were just going to buy one i would probably buy history of modern computing uh hacker culture is it's an it's an okay book um it's not quite as fun to read as some of the other books I might review later. Um, I would say if you were wanting to read something that was sort of 90s-ish, um, well, really it was more 80s-ish, uh, the book The Cuckoo's Egg. If you've never read that, that's by Clifford Stahl. That's a really good read. Um I have a couple other books that um, hopefully in the future I can do some reviews of. I have, um, uh, what is it? I think I have a book called Cyberpunk, which I believe that's Katie Hafner and John Markoff. Uh, there's a lot of, that book's a little controversial, though. A lot of people said that book was one-sided, so I don't know. I'll I'll read it and let you know what I think. It, it probably is. It, it It never really... It didn't do very well, um, I don't think, sales-wise. Um, I have a, uh, um, I actually have the book that I took my handle from, Mirror Shades, which is a cyberpunk anthology by Bruce Sterling, or it's edited by Bruce Sterling. I may do a review of that later down the road. A couple other books I'm looking at reading I haven't gotten the chance to read. I don't have a whole lot of time right now uh, to sit and get to, to read anything uh but hopefully um soon i'll be able to um pick up a couple of these titles and do some reviews or if any of you out there have already read them and would like that that would be great i would like to hear other people's opinions on them uh, a couple of books that i've got lined up here soon i want to read are uh, uh the soul of a new machine by uh, tracy kidder um and turing's cathedral by george dyson um and uh well there's a book i have read i'm not going to review that this episode but there's a book uh, little brother by cory doctorow i'd never um 
I never actually. This is, sounds bad. I've never heard of of Cory Doctorow before. I, I I found that book, and um, he actually. I'm sure many of you are already familiar with him, but um, he makes all of his books uh, free to download on his personal homepage. Now they're just um, <clears throat> they're simple files, uh, just simple eBooks. Um, I think some of them may even be plain text, but uh, um, I downloaded it from his website and. It was such a fun book to read that I, I did buy a hardback copy of it uh, for the bookshelf. Um, I might I might talk about that one later. That was a that was a pretty fun book to read. Um, so if any of you have already read those, I would love or have an opinion about these two books. Maybe you've read them. Maybe you like them. You don't like them. Uh, leave a comment, and um, I will talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.